All right, hello everybody and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca and sadly my brother from another mother, Mr. Jared Truby, could not be here. He's holding it down at home and I am on a bus at Barista Camp USA, the party bus, (laughs) sitting next to Kyle Ramage, the official doer of things from Alcuni Grinders USA. What's going down? Oh man, I don't know. It's getting crazy on here. There's there's literally like fifty pretty 50, drunk Reese's. Fifty people on this bus, and right in front of us on the bus is Matthew Barahura from James Coffee. Say what's up. What's up? All right, so we're just having this deep trifecta on the bus, and I decided we're gonna freaking do a podcast from the bus. So why not? Right? I don't even care. This is uh, you can hear the extra noise. That's just energy. All you're hearing is uh, is energy. So all right, Kyle. Yes. You're no stranger to coffee events. Yes. You go true. to probably every coffee event uh, across the U.S. Yes. Right? So yes. tell the people what you do. Malcone obviously makes grinders, but mm-hmm. um, what, what does like a, a day in the life of, of your life look like? Uh, it's kind of wild. Like, I don't really do the same thing every day, which is great. So lots of emails, of course, talking with dealers and sellers and relationship stuff. Then usually converse for... An hour or two, pretty much every day. Oh yeah! I don't know what just happened. It's a really good time, she says. Oh yeah, really good time. It's definitely a really good time. (laughs) Uh, Emails, but emails and whatever. But working with the Germans—that's what I call them anyway. Our German partners in Hamburg to (laughs) meet needs and do things for them. R&D so, and fun stuff like that. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. So for everybody who doesn't know, which if you're listening to this, you probably know, Malkunig <laughs> makes grinders, some awesome grinders. They're built in Germany. Yes. But you guys maybe share R&D, Germany to U.S. or Talk about the R&D yeah. process and your interfacing with your friends overseas. It's kind of crazy. So we have amazing engineers, at both at Didding, uh, which is in Zurich, Switzerland, and Malkunig, which is in Hamburg, Germany. But they are not coffee people, so they don't use the equipment. They don't really know what to do with it other than to make it work. Okay, so, so let's like close the loop real quick here oh, yeah. on the Didding thing. So right. Didding is another grinder manufacturer. Another grinder manufacturer, Didding. And how um, are they involved with you? In 2000, I think it was four, we merged companies to create this other thing called Hemro, which they Hemro? did not ask like an American what that sounded like <laughs> at all. You guys down with the hemro? Down with the hemro. Down with the hemro. So it's Makunik Didding and Anthem, which is an Italian company. Used those back in the day for competition. Yep, familiar with the Anthem. Yeah. Sold mine to Trevor Corlett. Absolutely. He still talks about it. You still talk about it. Great guy. Great grinder. Yeah, absolutely. So we work together to do all kinds of things. Uh, They have the technical expertise with like electrical engineering and mechanical engineering and bird geometry, and then I have the palate for them. You got the you got the tasting, the tastes, all the tastes. Man, it's not true. It's not, (laughs) but maybe it is true. No, there's an amazing one of our engineers is named Christian Klatt. He's an amazing dude. He's been doing the World Barista Championship stuff for the last six years. He actually got third place in the German Barista Championship six years ago. I think it was six years ago. Okay. So you've got some uh, heavy hitters on staff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about, because you guys haven't always done the um, WBC, USBC right. circuit. It's probably been, what, three or four years now? 12 years for WBC. For WBC, 12 years. Yeah, I think it's 13, rolling on 13 right now. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And then USBC has been not quite as long. Not, not as long. Uh, maybe nine or so. Nine years. Six or nine, yeah. And, and then, 
Yeah. How has that kind of um, affected you as a company? Would you say that it has been like I don't know at the like your grinders, right? The EK43, the K30 in all its variations yes. have been incredibly popular mm -hmm. as of late, and I feel like. Mm -hmm. Some of that has to do with the competition circuit. Some of it not Definitely. so much, but yeah. like, talk about how that's affected you guys as a company. No, it's given us great exposure to chat with the best breeches in the world. Of like, kind of when we started out doing the K30 Vario, especially if its original iterations, with um, it was not incredibly successful. And just through chatting with breeches and coffee professionals around the world, we've been able to create great things that not only just make tasty coffee, but are consistent and are getting better and better with each iteration. So. And you guys have a new grinder that's just coming out. Yes, called finally. the Peak. Holy crap! Much anticipated. Yes, it's taking forever. So, just talk about that for a second. It looks like a normal K30. Yeah, it's but it is same chassis. Yeah. But it is not a K30 underneath necessarily. No, no, yeah, it's um. So we changed basically everything. Everything that moves, everything that has electronics is new. Um. Taking on board a lot of that EK43 technology for just extraction, particle distribution stuff. Um, but as well... <laughs> she was in it. We just took the most ultimate ultimate selfie. Oh, is this the no, it's hooked up. up. We're podcasting right now on the bus. Oh! Yeah. oh. Hi! No, you can't, you can't just say hi. You have to state your name, occupation, and location. Hello, I'm Kendall Trout. I'm from Northwest Arkansas. I work for Onyx Coffee Lab, and I'm a barista. I roast and I do wholesale. And uh, what are you doing at camp? Um, I'm real, just, real close to the mic. Real close. I'm taking yeah, level go. two classes to become a level two barista, just to kind of learn the trade and be able to teach it, hopefully someday. So. Andrea is so proud. She probably is. She's a really great lady. She's proud. Horse She's pictures and everything. Horse pictures? Horse pictures are the bomb. I don't know what you're Bruce talking about. Magazine article. She's oh on gosh! The back oh of the yeah. Horse. yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's her. That's yeah, her. Yeah, the reverse horse ride pour over. <laughs> yeah, it's famous. <laughs> it's a thing. It's the a reverse thing. cowgirl is. <laughs> it might be my favorite Barista Magazine cover, just because it's so interesting. You know, very different. It's different. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that was the ultimate sidebar. K30. Yeah. No, sorry. Peak. The peak. The peak. K30 chassis. Yeah. Nothing else is the same. Different underneath. So absolutely. Break it down. Oh man. Break it down from like um, burr set to like mm -hmm. chamber to the whole All works. the things. Don't move fast right now. I'm taking another picture. No moving fast. I don't know what happened. We're taking a picture. It didn't work. Whatever. It did not work. Um, <laughs> Let's try it again. Leave that out. I think that worked. All right. That works. Whatever. Yeah. I think we're dialed in. Um, yep. Let's talk about it. There it is. Um, so the peak... <laughs> The Peak is totally new, motor, electronics, display, spout, burr chamber, burrs. Actually, the burrs are kind of wild because they're actually from a ditting product from the 60s. Oh, no way. Yeah, we recast them to kind of perform a little differently, but we knew we wanted cast steel because it kind of does some fun stuff with particle distribution, and we wanted that really fine grind setting so that this... Actually, it's from a Didding 804, which, I mean, a lot of people have. Oh, KF804? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this, yeah. It's super old, but like they're really old burrs from the 60s. That so, was like a beast of a grinder. Back in the day. 
So it's things. it's not. There's like the word on the street that it's like the EK43 Burset, but it is not the EK43 Burset. No, no, Burset. no. no. They're, the platform is too different. Okay. So it's like this is a horizontal Burset versus a vertical, which just changes the geometry. Okay. Super nerdy. We won't really talk about that because it's lame. But whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's that lame. <laughs> it's pe- people listening to this might want to know. So you've got a and okay, how, what was the process to rediscovering this Burset from the so, '60s, like? Basically, it kind of happened a little bit by accident. We we originally set out to make a cat like a like a tool steel burset, like just like the K30 but bigger. Right. And um, we wanted to, knew we wanted to use the 80 millimeter platform, and so we designed a set, and it just didn't perform the way we wanted. It just didn't give us the particle distribution we wanted, and so we just said, "Hey, we have these 12 sets of burrs from this old grinder that'll grind really fine. Let's see if we can make that work," and it worked. Fairly well, and so we decided to recast it and make the small tweaks we needed to make it work for the production grinder. Okay, so do you guys have like a? Um, is there like a graveyard of burr sets from days gone by? Yeah, yeah, there are. It's kind of crazy. There, are, there's like a board at Malkutig in, in Hamburg where there's just tons of alternate burrs and experimental burrs that we've created over the years, and. Sometimes they work out. I don't know. That it's is crazy. psychotic. So you've got that burr set, and then what happens from the burr set to the chamber? Because I played with the earlier version of the grinder a little bit, and yeah, it's basically clump-free. Yeah. So the shoot, I'm assuming, is a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little different. It has a little lower retention. It's like right around 2 grams retention-wise. Okay. So a lot lower, or like 2 grams lower than the K30. Just um, redesign the internals a little bit. And the bigger burrs helps because it takes up more space in the grind chamber, so it's a little closer. Got sense. you. So there's less physical room between right. the burr set and the exit chute. Exactly. So that keeps it from trapping less coffee. Yeah. And okay. Then we, uh, some of our engineers are pretty intense people. Like, uh, is it one guy's name's Ansker, and he created our our flapper. We actually tre- we call it a flapper, or a diffuser, or a clump buster, whatever you want to call. It. They're the same idea. Right. But we. I tested personally. I tested twenty-one different variants. Uh, Is it like the little star guys. thing? Or yeah, whatever? the little star thing that's in the yeah. K30, but in the peak, it's a super different shape. It's actually designed on the way coffee exits the machine because coffee doesn't exit symmetrically. It's actually asymmetric coffee exiting the spout, so you have to make the flapper asymmetric. Okay, so it's not that perfect round circle star, star thing. Yeah, not even no pizzas anymore. No pizza. Right. Okay. That's freaking badass because the grinder and you've said you've tweaked it since I last used yeah, it, which much was better, yeah, yeah. I mean that was like six eight months ago maybe, right. yeah. um, and now April, it's yeah. in production as of next week. By the I time this so, comes yeah. out, it'll probably yeah. be out for sure. We think. yeah, I would imagine it'll actually be in production. Of course, that whenever those get to the U.S., we'll disperse them. We have a few back orders. Yeah, as you might so, imagine. Will those end up in Germany and Europe first? No, like, they're actually coming to the U.S. For, this is the first completely specialty designed product that Malkunik has ever made. It is only designed for the specialty industry. And wow, we sell other stuff to other people too, you know, like food service and whatever else. But this is the one grinder that we've ever made, especially for espresso, that is solely focused on high-end specialty customers. Right, because specialty coffee or like this high-end niche of specialty coffee, like people right. that are at Barista Camp, people that are competing, right, right, right. is probably a relatively small percentage of your overall customer base Oh yeah, as a grinder manufacturer. Yeah, I know us personally here in the U.S., Costco is our biggest customer. Really? Yeah, we sell, we sell like huge 
kind of quasi-industrial grinders to them. Like the DK15 or what, what are those things? Uh, it's like the VTA a variant. It has VTA tungsten variant. carbide discs that last like 800,000 pounds roughly. So they never basically need to be replaced. Right. It's like so, good for life. Yeah, pretty much. It's like much. set it and forget yeah, it. Absolutely. And then Rondo. you make grinders that grind things other than coffee. Yeah, that's yeah? like... A little bit? Probably 5 to 10% of our global business is other things other than coffee. But Like a nice nut grinder? No nuts. No They're nuts. Too wet, too oily. Okay. So we do like spices like uh, black pepper, cardamom, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And then Coriander, the... Whatever. <laughs> it's so crazy. So... Flour. Y you're the guy that's like around all the events. You're yes. schlepping around grinders, talking to people. Yeah. But you didn't actually just like end up in this weird job slanging grinders. Like you have a history with coffee. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I talk about that a, for, uh, for people who well, maybe like have known you or seen yeah. you, but are like, where did this guy come from? Like, Who's this random grinder yeah, guy like competing who, in the well, nationals? Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Where did the grinder guy come from? Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> Who is this um, guy. I kind of came out of counterculture country, so I live in Durham, North Carolina, right. which is where counterculture's headquarters are since mm -hmm. 1995. Um, kind of raised up in their system, if you will. I was a cafe, like, coffee program manager at a cafe called Jubala Coffee in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, Andrew Cash is the owner of that spot, and now he's my customer, which is really fun. That's pretty funny. So, so they still exist, now? and yeah. you sell them stuff. Exactly. Sick. Which is kind of cool. So, That's yeah, the circle of life right there, everybody. Did that for a few years and then ended up with Gary through a really random Lim Butler conversation. So who's Gary for people Gary who Horn know. is the president of Malkunig USA. And he's got the sweet southern accent. Super southern, sweet accent. Yep. He is really a proper teeth, gentleman. Super tan. Yep. Making it happen. Nice suits, usually. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. He is awesome. So ended up with him. Yeah. And then he's like, hey... You should sell grinders and yeah, they wanted to bring in a specialty coffee person because they they understood that they were lacking in some areas. Had some great sales guys, you know, Travis and our parts house manager Brian, who's in California, but no one who was like coffee first. And so right. they wanted to do that, make that happen. Which is, I think, that the biggest thing that not just you guys, but like every equipment manufacturer in the past like five or six years has realized that there yeah. has been some gap between technicians and Absolutely. like factory workers and you know people who are making product yeah. and people who are using product and There's it's like okay like we need to get people in that chain who can communicate and understand mm -hmm. what baristas want understand how Absolutely. the culture is changing how the technology is changing and like make things that reflect what the industry needs right. and not just what we think is the best thing Absolutely. Yeah. So that's awesome that you guys you know the German that. mentality, right? So it's yeah. we don't build access panels for parts that do not break. So it's <laughs> like whatever, but yeah. Yeah, they're Absolutely. like, we, we got this. We're good. <laughs> we don't need all that stuff. Definitely. So what? Um, are there any other new grinders in the works from you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're always working. So we typically will have, with every grinder that's unveiled, we'll have at least one that's in like prototyping. So it's actually being, it's actually like one has been built. And then we'll have another grinder in like pre-prototyping, so it'll be either CAD design, CAD designed, and like the burr chamber exists, or something else exists. Right now we have two: one in real production, which will be unveiled at Host Milan. Oh, everything works out well, nice. which would be really fun. Everybody's asked for it, uh, and it's gonna be rad. It's gonna be really exciting. I don't know how much of it I can talk about, but right. Um, so just look out for it, everybody. Yeah, it'll be just at keep host. your eyes peeled. There will be pictures, I'm sure. I'll tweet some pictures, I'm certain. And what is? Uh, I've been to host once, but mm -hmm. what is host for people who don't know? Host is this like giant 
coffee and restaurant show in Milan every two years. And, and it's, and yeah, it's huge. Like, like, for people who have been to the SCA trade show, it's, it's nothing. No, it not even compare. This is just nuts. It's, they say it's like over, like over a mile in, like, just length. Yeah, I believe that. Plates and cups and machines and everything you can imagine. I worked there at the Electra booth one year. Oh, man. In like 2000 and, I don't know, it was 2008, somewhere in that era. And there were waterfalls at the booth. Like the booths are like the most elaborate things that you've ever seen. It's big money. Yeah, big money. The rumor, the big rumor of that day was that like Brasilia, another espresso machine manufacturer, had spent like a million dollars on their booth. I wouldn't doubt it. I know what we spend, and it's it's insane. <laughs> yeah. So. And they're one-time hits too. Like they're they're just they're there for the show, and they're demolished. They're yeah, destroyed. Done. Yeah. So new grinders at host, and then yep. is is there? And maybe you can't talk about this. I don't know anything about this, but is there like a plan for a um, like second generation EK forty three replacement, or is that thing such a staple in your lineup that you guys are like this thing's good? We're dialing um, with it. Yeah. You'll find out at host. We'll I see. Yeah, yeah, we'll absolutely. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming. Uh, we have a we have that grinder and then we have the new line. So the the peak is the last of the K30 lineage. So it'll be the last in that K30 shape and, and like setup. Okay. And we're creating the new grinder. The next espresso grinder is on the way. Supposedly even more particle uniform than the EK. Supposedly higher extracting and more consistent, which I have a hard time believing, but I'm I'm hoping to see it soon. So that, <laughs> that is so crazy. Which is, it's like really what you want to do, right? You want to kill your own best product, like yeah. over and over and over and over again. Yeah. What happens with? Is there like an old grinder graveyard anywhere? Oh yeah, we have uh, this crazy, um, this crazy room at the factory. It's just full of like our old prototypes and old like old production machines that look. Incredibly like the EK, it's right. just been redone. Yeah, it's kind of like Edward, really Art Edward Deco, hands or something yeah, like, like that. Metal hoppers that are like really flowy and are, and beautiful. But I hope they bring some of those back. Actually, they're they're pretty amazing. Yeah, I like. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen them, but I can kind of imagine in my head. And mm-hmm. you guys should have like a grinder art show, or you know, yeah, what I mean? we're, we're working on some cool stuff. Concept like, cafe, maybe. We're working on some neat stuff with uh, with the factories because they want someone to kind of do more social media involving like the factory at Makunig and Didding and Anfum and like let you see these people and how dedicated they are and how long they've been doing this stuff. It's really exciting because some of our factory guys have been working there for like you know, 25, 35 years doing this stuff. And it's super intense. talented. Like there's one guy that assembles every VTA that's ever been assembled. Really? And there's three people that assume assemble every K30 that's ever been assembled by hand in the factory in, Ham- in Hamburg. Yeah. That is slightly psychotic and amazing. Yeah. In the best way ever. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I, I think it's rad. <laughs> I remember uh, Scott or Ryan or something was telling me they have a, almost like a similar situation at La Marzocco where oh, yeah. if you order a custom machine, there's a few guys who have been building those machines for like 60 years. Yeah, I think who, there's just one guy that built uh, that crazy machine. What's it called? The, the Mistral. Mistral, yeah. 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 The kind of K's influenced machine. Yeah, it was like a K's design and then he right, sold it to right. him. And then, yeah. Man, okay. So, Jesus, crazy. And you're at camp and yeah. you guys are going to continue doing the SAA camp. And has this been like 
awesome oh, yeah. for you it's guys. It's good for us. Yeah, yeah. you asked kind of about what what camp and the competition has done for Makunik. I mean, it's it's been incredible. I mean, we in the U.S. we're doing better than we've ever done, and internationally we are doing the same. So great things are happening through camp, and we believe in the specialty coffee community and like want to support it. And I mean, that's why we keep doing it. I mean, we didn't get any payoff out of this stuff until really you know four five years in. Like we didn't really see any financial returns, but it's worth it for us. Like twelve, we've been doing it for like thirteen years. Right. WBC. So I mean, it's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big long play, and it's yeah. awesome. And it, everybody who's listening, like, we're on this crazy bus with like a million psychotically caffeinated and slightly intoxicated yeah. baristas, <laughs> and the energy is awesome. We've been making coffee all day. Everyone's been learning and pitching in, and just like the community here is super kick-ass, and you guys are a big <laughs> part of that. And really, like these events are full on you know, sponsor driven, like without sponsors, these things don't exist. So myself and like everybody here as just like attendees of camp, you know, thank you. Oh yeah. This is awesome. Um, cool. So we're almost, I think to the throwdown. So cartel, right. We're going to cartel. Yeah. Shout out to cartel. We're going to, we're going to do a little TNT on a Tuesday TNT on a Tuesday. So whatever it, it's, it's, it works. It's a TNT. Shout out to Ben it's, Helfen, it's the guy who created TNT. Ben in, Helfen invented TNT. In if Atlanta. you guys don't know who Ben Helfen is, you need to go fucking check yourself. Check All that right? guy out. He is amazing. Yeah, Ben is the freaking man. Shout out to Ben. And then um, before we go, tell people like where can they get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you if they have um, questions. Get a hold or of ideas. me. Like you I'm, are, so I manage all the social media for Malkunig. Uh, soon to be Malkunig Global, which will be fun too. Which is going to be a, a new adventure. Nice. But, yeah, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, at Malconig USA. Um, or on my personal handle if you want to chat about whatever other random thing you have questions about. <laughs> Kyle underscore Rampage. That's my thing. Kyle Rampage. And then your website, Malconig's website is? It's bad. Don't go to it. Okay, don't go to it. It embarrasses me. Okay. Go to Instagram and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe, yeah, maybe. Give me a call yeah, or whatever. Give, it, give him a call. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. I'm here with Kyle Ramage, and we are on a bus on our way to a TNT on a Tuesday. Tuesday. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic night. Jared, I miss you. Bye.